Oh, wait, you're listening. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <coughs> you're listening, listening to Radio Lab. Radio Lab. From WNYC. See? Yep. Hey, I'm Jad Abumrad. This is Radio Lab. I want to start off with some good news about the show. As most of you know, my longtime co-host, co-conspirator, pal, Robert Krolwich, left the show back in January. And a few things were immediately clear. One, uh, he's irreplaceable. There's no other Robert. But simultaneously, it was also clear that, you know, over the years, the show has grown to be way more than just the Robert Jad situation. I mean, we now have all of these reporters and producers who you hear on the show all the time. It's much more of a collective. And so, in the spirit of doing something new rather than trying to recapture the old and in keeping with that chaotic, more collective vibe that the show has now become, here is my news. Going forward, I'm still going to be hosting the show, of course, but I will be sharing this space on again, off again with two new co-hosts. Hello, everybody, for the first time. Hi there. Who aren't actually new. Good to see you. <laughs> Latif Nasser and Lulu Miller. Jad, are you having cold feet about welcoming us to the fire of the microphone? No. So excited. <laughs> when we were planning this whole thing out, I actually got them into the studio just to sort of talk about the emotional... Issues of being a radio lab host. Yeah. What's that? It's a syndrome. Actually, it's a pathology. Stockholm syndrome. Called hosting. Oh, okay, yeah. There you go. Welcome. Thanks. <laughs> so, Latif, of course, you've heard on the show over and over again, including most recently the series The Other Latif. On top of that, he just released a Netflix show called Connected, which is very cool. Go check it out. And then Lulu actually started with me on the show like fifteen some years ago, when it was just a tiny little operation. Uh, and she is now back with us after having gone off, co-founded the podcast Invisibilia, written this incredible book, Why Fish Don't Exist, that made me cry. Now you will be hearing Lulu and Latif talking to me, bringing their own stories to the show, as always, but also talking to our usual incredible lineup of producers and reporters. What I'm really excited about is getting to go along with all these different reporters. Yeah, like it's like there someone else has, has reported this story and then we get to like circle and draw some arrows, circles and arrows. That's, yeah. we got We're that. good at that. That's our that's, that's our only strength. So that's we could do that. Just uh, try just just to humor me. Introduce yourselves in this new role and see how it goes. I am Lulu Miller, co-host of Radio Lab. Woot woot. Yeah, I'm not sure how the words are going to come out of the mouth here, but let me try them. All right. Uh I'm Latif Nasser, co-host of Radiolab. How'd that feel? Uh, I'll tell you very acutely what it felt for me was like, I hope I don't screw it up between <laughs> the time I said that and the time this goes to air. Like anything can happen between then and I hope I don't mess it up. <laughs> Lulu? Just, just, I mean, I was going like that. So you could, but, um, so you could see a little bit. It feels, it feels very, it feels very, very special. Don't make me put words to it. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Let me just say that I, I can't even express in words how excited I am to be sharing this space with these two brilliant, strange, deep-thinking, deep-feeling humans. 
and having them with us as we head into this, the end of a very strange year and take on whatever comes next. It just feels right to me and really exciting. Now, at this moment in time, Latif is actually still finishing up his paternity leave. He had his second kid just recently, so he's hunkered down at home with a newborn. But Lulu actually jumped into the saddle with us here at Radiolab a few weeks ago. And after hanging around and climbing into a bunch of conversations and arguments and meetings, she, um, well, she ended up bringing a little something for all of you today. It's an It's an experiment, sort of. Definitely something we've never done before, so... We're just gonna, just gonna dive in. Okay, Lulu, welcome. This is the first Hi. time that you and I, in our new relationship to one another, it's the first time we do this. Yeah. Where do you want to start? I think it was about a week ago. I think it was about a week and a half ago where we all had a pitch meeting. It was like my second week maybe here on the team, just trying to like get my bearings and step in. And I brought up how I'd been having trouble sleeping back in the spring. And I noticed pretty quickly that I was one in this wave. There had been all these studies coming about, coming out about how insomnia is on the rise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it turned out a ton of people on the team had been thinking about similar stuff, this shadow epidemic of anxiety and sleeplessness, mm. wishing there was a way to tap directly into that space. And, and within literally a couple minutes, we hatched this idea of setting up an insomnia line, let people call in. And we thought we'd just have the phones open from 2 a.m. to sunrise, Eastern Standard Time. Wow. Did you, so um, you, you went all the way from 2 a.m. To, to sunrise? Yes. We chose a night, which was last Thursday night, September 17th. And, you know, the night we picked at this point seems like a totally different world. It was the night before it was the night before RBG died and about a week before the Breonna Taylor ruling. So this new wave of hardship wasn't in the air yet for us or our callers. Okay. But at 1.45 a.m., we tweeted out the phone number and said, if you're awake, call us. What up, Radio Lab? I'm in Los Angeles, California. I have insomnia. And then, so then the voicemails started rolling in. Ooh, like right away? Yeah, so like 2 a.m. struck. Hey, Radio Lab, first time listener, long, <laughs> long time listener, first time caller. There were like 40 right off the bat just waiting. Whoa. And it was like this immediate cross-section. Uh, here laying in my bed with my dog of the country and even beyond it's 1:41 in the morning here in mexico city of just like <sighs> intensity i mean mm. i think the thing we all realized really quick was that we were sticking out this antenna into like a really vulnerable time hi my name is kendra i'm calling from denver colorado and i can't sleep because I miss my mom. She passed away earlier this year, and I miss her every single day. Oh, I'm up because I quit drinking a few weeks ago. And I, I am currently walking circles around my apartment. I really want to drink again. I can hear the clock ticking. All the days are just blending together right now. I can hear the fans spinning. Just swimming through time soup. You know, people were worried. They were worried about COVID. I'm a nurse 
in the time of COVID, and so I don't sleep anymore. About their jobs. I lost my job in March, thanks to COVID. I was teaching English as a foreign language. Today and tomorrow, too, I have another job interview. Uh, I don't have a, uh, a job lined up. Uh, I don't tell anybody about this. You know, I wake up every night like this. About the state of the country. With everything that is happening with the racism, yeah, as a woman, yeah, it's complicated. So I'm considering moving maybe to Costa Rica or Dominican Republic or even going back to Puerto Rico. <clears throat> you know how you breathe out and your lungs squeak a little bit? From the West Coast, there was just tons about the smoky sky. My house has smelled like an ashtray for days. It's been really hazy and smoky and kind of always smelled like toast. As a person who used the ventilator, I give you chest discomfort after being engulfed in smoke for over a week. Um, but there's a fun twist right now, which is, let me see if I can go outside, actually. But some places it had rained. But now there's thunder and torrential rain. Wow, that was a bright flash. But, you know, for all the worry, there was another side to the night. Hey, yo, Radio Lab, man, name is Ricky, and I'm just vibing right now. You know, even though I'm tired, I, I just want to stay up just because all of the other hours, you know, were for somebody else just working. And I guess I want those one to three hours to be mine. I'm not totally sure why I'm awake, um, but I started drawing, and now I think I maybe don't want to go back to sleep. All these people just leaning into their weird thoughts. The big thing I'm thinking about today is that I learned that horse treadmills exist. So you imagine you have a building which is mushrooming with mushrooms, <laughs> literally. So in the morning, when you wake up, instead of plucking your, you know, fruits from the garden, you're actually plucking mushrooms from your building. It's, it's just great to think that maybe one day we can have a building which will give us food. Throughout the whole night, that line between reality and fantasy was thin. I've been having really weird dreams. Yeah, I have nightmares, terrible dreams. There was a like, little baby fox that died, and we were trying to have a funeral for it. A few minutes ago, I had to break up a fight between a couple of raccoons outside. There are monsters chasing me. My cat is sitting on my neck. Uh, I'm on the planet Califrax, about 73 light years from Earth. Right now I'm looking at Mars from my backyard. I can see it just by looking at the sky. It's particularly red. And I would very much love to fall asleep, but I can't. Yeah, I can't sleep. You know, all told, there are over 200 calls, and if anything came through loud and clear, it was that during those hours, people feel really alone. I'm alone, and I'm scared. If you want to call me back, um, I'm at... Uh... Uh, feel free to give me a call back. The numbers. Want to give me a call back? Eight months. I might be awake for a while longer. 
Coming up, conversations across the void and a trip to the stars. Radio Lab will continue in a moment. Howdy, this is Blake Crozier from Nashville, Tennessee. Radio Lab is supported in part by the Alfred P. Sloan Foundation, enhancing public understanding of science and technology in the modern world. More information about Sloan at www.sloan.org. Science reporting on Radio Lab is supported in part by Science Sandbox, a Simons Foundation initiative dedicated to engaging everyone with the process of science. This is Radio Lab. We are back. I'm Jad Abumrad. And I am your co-host, Lulu Miller. Yes. And interestingly enough... Hey, hey it's Latef calling uh, in the bathroom. I'm actually calling in the bathroom because I don't want to wake the baby. At 2.47 a.m. on the insomnia line, we got a call from our other co-host, Latif Nasser. I wanted to share uh, a little factoid that I discovered being very, very Latif. Which was that in 1939, there was a ship, a P-class destroyer. It's called the HMS Porcupine. And it broke into two pieces. And then they named the pieces the HMS Pork and the HMS Pine, which was just incredible. (laughs) The HMS Pork and the HMS Pine. Okay. All right. Anyway, back to the mission at hand. A bunch of radio labbers had all gathered to man the phones and screen the voicemails. And 2 a.m. hits and... There's voicemails. <laughs> There's voicemails already. Okay, yeah, so yeah. We started calling people back. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Who's that? On the phone here. The mural. Mural. Shima Uliai. Hello. Hey, this is Shima calling from Radio Lab. Uh, what's your name? My name is Quajo Adai. Um, where are you? I'm in New Haven, Connecticut. I'm uh, on Bassett Street, and I have been commissioned by the city to make the city's first Black Lives Matter mural. I'm sketching out the words, which are 22 by 277 feet uh, in total. And then on Sunday, people are going to come and take some yellow paint, and I'm going to orchestrate them to uh, fill in the letters. Is there a reason that you're, <laughs> that you have to do this mural at 3.30 in the morning? It's, it's 3.30 where you are, right? <laughs> it's 3.30 in the morning, yeah. Um, so the city of New Haven commissioned me to make this mural, but they only are closing the street from, <laughs> they're only closing the street from 6 a.m. on Saturday to 9 p.m. And I told them, like, this is a pavement mural. Like, you need to close mm-hmm. the street so I can, like, sketch it out and make sure that there's enough drying time after we paint. Or Yeah. And they're like, well, we can't do that. So. In your sketch, are there, like, people in this mural? Or is it just the letters themselves? Oh, it's just, it's just the words Black Lives Matter in, like, yellow paint. Mm. And, uh... You know, this message is, I was conflicted with this message because I, I would rather be like painting flowers or painting, painting people. Um, but like having to paint this is, uh, it's been really tough. Why? 
it's tough to be reminded and to have to remind others of your own humanity. That's difficult for me. Um, yeah. I don't know how much we're doing in terms of a city to, you know, make it so that I don't have to paint this mural again. Hmm. Good morning, this is Alex. Hi, Alex. Uh, this is Sarah calling from Radiolab. Next, producer you? Sarah Carr. It seems like you might have called a while ago. I wake up at that time because that's when rodents tend to be most active. And I work in Boston, so there's plenty of rodents to be had. Um, you're an exterminator? Yes, um, that that's what most people call us. We have fancier names for ourselves. But, um, and yeah, so I usually wake up at 2, drive into the city, and start chasing rats. All right, take care. Have a good rest of you your too. night. You have a great rest Morning. of your day. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Is this Bobby? Yeah. Then Molly Webster. Bobby, it's Molly Webster from Radio Lab. How are you? I'm amazing. <laughs> I'm in. I'm. Uh, I'm looking out over uh, at Brighton Beach Ocean. I got. I'm on my terrace. With my trees and my plants. Can you tell me either why you're awake or if something's keeping you awake? I've always been an insomnia person since I was a little kid. You know, I'd sneak out of the house when I was a teenager, you know, like 13, 14. I'd go wander out on the beach at night, at midnight, and sing to the ocean, you know? Let's see what I can see. I'm here on the 18th floor. Okay. Overlooking... Over there, that's uh, Rockaway. Is that the ocean that I can hear in the background or like wind? Like, like well, a... I don't know. It might be traffic, but the ocean's <laughs> out there. <laughs> anyway, it's a beautiful night. What a great life I have. How blessed we are. Hi. Hi, is this Azul? Yeah, this is them. Hello. Tell me um, where you are at and why you're awake. Yeah, so I am in Portland, Oregon, and I am awake because we are uh, about to embark on a little road trip all the way to uh, Minnesota to get away from the smoke, from the fires. I hear that the sky's still blue in other places, so I'm really excited. What is it like to live without a sky? Honestly, it's pretty trippy. It feels like I live either like in an Instagram, like sepia filter or something like that. Are there other ways in which the world looks or feels or sounds different because of the fires? Friday was like one of the toughest days. All the birds just like stopped showing up or singing. Whoa. It was really quiet today i think was the first day of like actual um fresh air so i've just been sitting outside and like breathing that in while it lasts uh where am i reaching you right now where are you producer tobin Lowe. i am in uh, the bay area in northern california i'm standing in my yard 
just to come outside and be reminded that like there's still life out here like to hear the crickets um it's really beautiful Mm. it's like gleeful insomnia um can you take a deep breath for me and sort of describe what that feels like now that the air is clear It feels freeing. Hello? Hi, reporter Tracy Hunt. Hi, how are you? Speaking with a woman named Maya. I'm okay, I'm okay. Um, Where are you? Um, I'm calling from Westchester, New York. And why are you awake? I'm a college student right now. Um, both homework till one active brain till four. Oh. Um, there's just so much going on. It feels like doom and gloom all day long. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. Have you ever like thought about calling a friend when you're up this late? Another friend that you know might be having trouble sleeping? Uh, no, not actually. Well, I called you guys. Yeah. I know. Well, that's that's kind of why I asked the question. Yeah. It's like something I always do during the day, but never that I think to do at night when I know we're all feeling this way. Yeah. Well, Maya, can I pass on a tip that I learned recently for falling asleep? I have a buff one. <laughs> okay. So why don't you try, when you're lying in bed, try thinking of a letter and like an easy one, like mm-hmm. an M or a B or something. And then think of every word you can make with that letter and just see if you can bore yourself to sleep. (laughs) Modern day of counting sheep. It's kind of like counting sheep. I'm going to give you a letter. I'm going to think of think of the letter L. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lily pads. Light. My legs. Lab, Labradoodles, Lampposts, Larry. And this was something we did do from time to time. Though we knew we probably couldn't help much, we would give people little offerings that we hoped might at least change their mindset. Mm. So, okay, I'll just play you one last. Yeah, yeah, please. Hey, is this Tristan? Yeah, speaking. I'm sorry that that sleep is eluding you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, can you just um, say again where you are and and why you're awake? I'm in Detroit, and I'm um in my bed that is uh, half the time has doubled now as a as a workspace, and it's been really troubling. Um, separating work from personal life and whole days go by that are just one contiguous Mm. you know it feels like just trapped i guess well may i may may we may i offer you a sonic gift to maybe try a different thing and see if it helps okay can you stay on the phone but can you turn can you get all those screens away from you (laughs) yeah I, i can i can close that and, and move that a little way. 
All right, I'm going to pipe in a special guest. Guests, multiple. Hey, can you hear us? Yeah, I can. Hey, I'm Tristan. Nice to meet you. Hey, nice to meet you. Hi. Hey. Musicians Wes Swing and Kelly Libby from uh, Virginia. And we've got a song to play here. Um, The song is called Middle of the Night. (laughs) Wow. All right, here it goes. I'll look for you when the fog rolls through when the fog And I'll take you in when you've paid for those sins when you've paid And they just they just called up and sang. How did they? How did I they? asked them. I asked them if they would be willing to sing a lullaby to someone who couldn't sleep, oh, and they gave me a window that they would like be a, get up and do it. Oh, I see. That was nice. I like that. Yeah. And to end this whole thing. Thank you. Bye. This whole sleepless, <sighs> anxious. <sighs> nighttime experiment i'm just tired and i want to go back to sleep i want to leave everyone with one more of these offerings comes from producer annie McEwen. hello hi i can just see the very top of your head uh-huh can you hear me yeah good to meet you good to meet you first of all i want you to introduce yourself so tell me like what is your name What's your name, Molly? Do you know what your name is? Oh, Fletcher. <laughs> Fletcher is such a good name. What's your last name? So my whole name is Fletcher Lee Johnson. We we live in Kipville, Tennessee. How old are you? I'm five. I wanted to talk to you about sleep. Do you have trouble falling asleep? Yeah, every night I take a long time until I get to sleep. And why is that? What are you thinking when you're trying to fall asleep? I'm not thinking of anything. I just really like, I really have a lot of energy to stay up at night. Yeah. What would you rather do? What does your body want to do when you're trying to keep it still? I like to have a dance party, but one night we did that. <gasps> you did? Yeah. I just like to have dance parties every night, but I can't. <laughs> yeah. What do your pajamas look like? Glow-in-the-dark PJs. Glow-in-the-dark PJs? That's cool. One of my old ones when I was four, I had like a glowing skeleton one that matches where my bones are. And now I buy a new one for a five-year-old. Yesterday on the phone, we talked a little bit about how you dream about monsters. Oh. I dream about monsters every night. What are these monsters? Tell me about them. So, like, uh, blubbly boxing monsters. Okay. But there's a lot of other ones that are really scary. 
Is that hard to fall asleep because of the monsters? Yeah, because they're way too scary, so I have to wake out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that problem, too. It's hard to fall asleep when you're afraid of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fletcher, I want to ask your advice about something. So tonight, we're going to have a lot of people call in to our radio show, and they're going to be people who can't fall asleep. And they're trying and trying and trying, but they just can't. And they're so tired, but they can't fall asleep. I want to know, what what advice do you have for them? What do you think they should do? They should, I was going to send some my meditation. Okay, that's a good idea. Do you want to read me your meditation? Do you want to try doing that? Yeah, I guess so. And then we can play it tonight for the sleepy people that can't fall asleep. Can I take my shoes off? I'll take my shoes off too. Blast off in the space. First, let's get ready to relax. Lay down. Close your eyes. Get in a comfortable position. Take six deep breaths. Now imagine you're in space with the stars. Down below, you see planet Earth. And you can see all the way to your backyard. The blackness of space, the sparkle of the stars. It makes you want to lift off to planet Mars. You soak in of all the stars and the constellations. You pass the Bedevillers and the Hercules and the Leos. Wow, those are really cool constellations! While you are looking at all the stars and constellations, you take three deep breaths because it's a lot to take in. But Mars is a long way away. So you float into your spaceship and fall asleep on the floor and dream of all the things you want to do tomorrow. Now you blast off back home and at the morning time, 
You play wine. Then you play baseball, soccer and frisbee, and go on more adventures. And maybe visit Saturn, the planet with the wings next. God, Fletcher from Tennessee, you are amazing. I, I want you to talk to me every yeah. night. Lulu, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for taking us on that journey. Yeah. And also, um, thanks to uh, Annie McEwen and Rachel Cusick, who helped Lulu produce what you just heard, and to the entire Radiolab team that rode shotgun with Lulu all night, screened calls, talked to people who called in. Tracy Hunt, Shimo Liai, Molly Webster, Annie McEwen, Sara Kari, Tobin Lowe. Also... Big thanks to Fletcher Lee Johnson and his mom, Elaine Boyd, and to Six Feet of Separation, the publication by and for kids, where we found Fletcher's sleep meditation. Thanks to Chris Collin, Alice Wong, LeVar Burton, musician Wes Swing, and Kelly Libby, Karen K. Ho for her great tips on how to fall asleep, and to Jin Wang, who helped with reporting for this show. And finally, a big shout out to our friends at Reply All, who do a mean call-in show. If you like this, we highly recommend you check out their episode called Hello. I'm Jad Abumrad. And I am Lulu Miller. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. This is Grace calling from Chicago, Illinois. Radiolab was created by Jad Abumrad and is edited by Soren Wheeler. Lulu Miller and Latif Nasser are our co-hosts. Dylan Keefe is our director of sound design. Susie Lechtenberg is our executive producer. Our staff includes Simon Adler, Jeremy Bloom, Becca Bressler, Rachel Cusick, David Gable, Bethel Habti, Tracy Hunt, Matt Kilty, Tobin Lowe, Annie McEwen, Zara Kari, Ariane Wack, Pat Walters, and Molly Webster. With help from Shima Oliayi, Sarah Sandbach and Johnny Moen. Our fact checker is Michelle Harris.